0: What's going on, guys? I am back again today. It's kind of weird. I came at you this morning, but I'm back at you at night. Kind of felt bad about leaving you all hanging last night, so I think it's going to be really good to come back and talk a little bit more tonight. I'm here with a very, very special guest. To me, uh, his name's Hayden Smith. He is doing a lot with content production. And yeah, I'd say so, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll let him introduce himself on his own it sounds like that'll be a lot better.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Uh, Hayden Smith. Uh, I've been a good friend of Matt's for a really long time. Um, and I'm currently going to school for digital filmmaking. I'm um, doing a lot of cool stuff with that. Um, not as much as I want to do, but we'll, we'll talk about that and yeah. stuff. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, so today, um, kind of have a different topic than we've been able to touch on. But I think it's going to be really cool. So Hayden has done a lot of stuff with the internet and kind of surfing through different platforms and understanding how the internet works and like the way content production works and the way, you know, media is published on all of those platforms. So I found that he'd be a really great candidate to talk to about the internet and, you know, what the internet's impacts are and you know, what he sees his personal role in the internet is right now, and then where he thinks it's going to be going forward, maybe, and what he wants to do in in future roles. So, Hayden, let's hear the origin story first. So, like, what got you really interested in the internet to begin with? And then kind of talk about how that's gotten you to where you are today.
1: All right. Um, It's really hard to pick out, like, a certain point of where, like, I started getting into the internet. It probably started with video games i played a lot of video games as a kid and i still do today and i always thought they were like really interesting and um since like the growth of the internet came up like i've been raised like with the internet evolving and so with that came like um youtube and stuff i got really into youtube as a kid started watching like a lot of really dumb videos um but it was like it was just great to me and i loved watching it so much that i just like became obsessed with it and like, the content they were producing, it just, like, made me laugh. And I wanted to, like, be a part of that and do stuff with that. Um, and ever since then, just, like, content on the Internet has always just, like, grasped my attention um, like to everything I do. And it's just super fun to work with, I think. And that's, like, my dream job is just, like, work with stuff, posting things on the Internet. Yeah. Do yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that's super cool. Um, my brother grew up the same way, literally just watching stupid shit on the internet remember Uh, that one video we made (laughs) we made like a bunch of videos we made so many ridiculously horrible videos yeah um, that were just so pointless and ridiculous but at the time it was like hilarious and we thought it was the greatest thing on earth Um, (laughs) and my brother still thinks that like not the videos we made but the videos he was watching around that time were the greatest videos on earth Um, yeah and he still thinks that he still thinks it today he's 21 years (laughs) old Um, still thinks it's the best thing in the world Um, but yeah it's just the growth of the internet like and literally the fact that stupid videos on YouTube can get millions and millions of viewers every single time. Like the same channels can post the same stupid shit over yeah. and over again and still yeah. get like the same amount of viewers. It's, it's breathtaking. Yeah, um, and it's really a great explanation of what the internet does and part of what the internet community pushes and part of what the internet community receives like do you have any interesting thoughts about that like what do you think about the fact that oh. you can publish content that's really like not meaningful oh. at all um and get millions of views on it
1: yeah so <laughs> people make a
0: living off that stuff
1: yeah so i don't know do you know about like jake paul and stuff yeah, on youtube yeah he posts like i in my opinion posts like the dumbest cut kind of content yeah yeah but people just eat that up yeah people eat,
0: eat stupid shit yeah eat stupid yeah. shit and <laughs>
1: I'd, I'm still trying to understand like how and where it comes from because I'm so much of like a quality content guy. Mm-hmm. like i like watching like quality content people like put like a lot of work into it and um, do like a lot of editing and play like, forth like all this effort into making this great content. Yeah. then you get people like Jake Paul and stuff who just like just post dumb things that they do yeah. and people eat that up and they get like all these views and then that turns into like
0: a lot of money money yeah and the kid has millions of dollars millions of dollars. Um, yeah, just from literally putting stupid shit on YouTube yeah, and the internet. Yeah, it's breathtaking. It's it's a perfect sentiment to like, yeah, where a lot of people are in the world right now. Um, and it's really interesting when you take a step back and realize it. I think it's super cool. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. It also is, like it also makes like a struggle for like the good con- the good content creators make the yeah, quality content yeah. put, like a lot of work into theirs. It's mm-hmm. kind of like overshadowed. By this dumb and stupid stuff that everyone like draws attention to and that's where yeah. I get that's why like, the internet culture gets like a bad rap mm-hmm. and stuff from people yeah. like that yeah. who post just like dumb stuff mm-hmm. and get like all these hits and views and yeah. so, stuff like that
0: yeah bouncing off that I think it's a really good question is what can people who produce quality content do to get the attention of the the, the larger mass audience cause you know there are so many people who create quality content that has so much value and like people could yeah. like listen to watch and like Become better human beings yeah. and become more like a f- productive citizens with that content. But what could they, what could those content producers do to amass their audience and make it bigger and and to do well? Or are like those people just behind and like apprehensive of doing it and taking the step? Like, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, that's a really tough question because it's really, I think it's really hard for them to do that because it's just what people, the viewers, consume. It's what what most like quality content makers do is they have like their, their audience mm-hmm. that watches them for the content they put out. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of them just have like that audience and it's really, it's, it's kind of hard to grow that audience when you're just like, you're making like your one type of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so like get that many views and stuff, I guess like what they should do um, in my opinion is just to keep uploading stuff and keep putting out that quality content and, like, every, like, small gain they make is always, like, a good step.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, just keep uploading is, yeah. is always a good um, good rule to live by when you're, yeah, like, yeah. putting out quality content.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because when you, when you think about those people, you don't think about those people who randomly came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. literally Jake Paul, all those people, like, just came out of nowhere and they just started having millions and millions of views followers likes on Facebook Twitter Instagram everything they just like came out of nowhere Um, but when you think about those quality content creators they aren't like the people who just kind of like flew up out of the framework they kind of seem to be hanging around new by new by known by a few people and then little by little got better known um, and to a point where they could become prominent um, prominent figures in, in, in media and stuff but at the same time it's like what can those content creators do with the quality content and how can they reach that mass audience? Um, it's something I've wondered for a long time and I think everybody is wondering who makes quality content. Mm -hmm. Like what can they do to reach out and and get to more people and like make their quality content like of the quality that's going to allow them to crack into those markets?
1: Yeah. Um, I guess the other thing to do is probably like multi-platform because yeah. a lot of people like get on like, this one track mind and like oh, I'm just going to upload here mm-hmm. and that's going to be it and yeah. it's going to get all these views and it's going to be great yeah. but they don't see like the value in like multi-platform like you can upload on Facebook like, Facebook's even like super huge mm-hmm. video right now yeah. it's always been big with just like posting like your status and stuff like that but like videos coming off of it like mm-hmm. really hard right now um twitter is pretty valuable to like get an audience to bring the, the audience from twitter to like your main channel on yeah. like say like youtube or facebook um instagram is like pr- it's really big right now too um with putting content up because you can instead of, on like twitter where you just have like a short amount of characters you can literally like write these whole long paragraphs about like yourself and about like what your content is yeah, yeah, yeah. under those posts yeah. um and
0: twitter has double the character limit now so it totally oh the yeah game. double the character totally limit now changes too. the game on twitter I yeah
1: think. for sure and yeah just like using these multi-platforms to like bring audience your audience together and keep amassing these like followers mm-hmm. um and stuff like that and hashtags hashtags are like a huge way yeah, to gain followers. Are crazy. yeah like it's so underutilized if you're like looking to gain followers mm-hmm. um put as many hashtags as you can.
0: Yeah, put like 20 Hashtag. hashtags on your content because yeah. there's no limit and like people will end up seeing it like yeah. over and over again. Like I know like for say a month or a couple months, you're going to be the most annoying oh, yeah. pest on Instagram ever. Yeah. But after that, when you amass tons of followers and like people start to follow your content religiously, you can start to get rid of some of those hashtags and yeah. really become your own brand and where you have all those followers and the people stick around. I feel like, it's still valuable. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to, like, just put out, like, a bunch of hashtags you just know, to yeah, get, you like... you a, don't want to just put, like, bullshit on there, but...
1: Yeah, yeah you want to keep it relevant to, like, what your content is. Like, you don't want to, like, this post is about baseball, then you put, like, hashtag football or something. Like, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense. <laughs>
0: it's, like, <laughs> yeah, be yeah. relevant.
1: Yeah. yeah, and there's also, like, a certain etiquette to, like, your posts and stuff. Um, like, a good... Uh, rule that I find people doing is like behind all those hashtags that they use just for people to gain their audience. Mm-hmm. They put it like they put a bunch of spaces down and yeah. put it at the way bottom so you have to yeah, hit that yeah, C more yeah. to like to scroll more. all the way down to see it. It's just like yeah. a certain etiquette yeah. that's like developed from that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing, yeah, just being pleasant and being, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just not being that, that guy yeah. or, not, no. or that girl, you know, just exactly. Just, yeah, know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's cool. Um, so a little more in depth. Um I guess where do you see things going in the future on the internet? like oh my do God. you th- <laughs> th- yeah like what what do you think is say like the future of Instagram, the future of Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, like do you think that there's gonna be another application that comes out there that's gonna be as big, if not bigger or or right up there with with some of those big platforms or do you think that, those platforms already have such a big following and such like a well-established mm-hmm. thing that they're going to be able to stick around. Um, yeah. What are your just overall thoughts on all that?
1: Yeah, I mean it's definitely not hard to make a new like social platform. Um, it's just like finding that audience that wants to use it. Um, let's say uh, Snapchat. Snapchat is probably the most newest big player mm-hmm. in social media platforming, yeah. um, and they've only been around for what. Five years? No, yeah. probably. I don't know. Honestly, I have and no like, idea.
0: Being prominent, yeah, maybe prominent. like four. Yeah, tops
1: like Um. That. So I don't
0: remember using Snapchat five years ago. So yeah, say, exactly. i take four, yeah. Yeah. And when I started, very few people were on. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah so it's just over time it gets to this mass following.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and YouTube is in a kind of like a rough state right now because they have this thing called Adpocalypse is what they're calling it. Yeah. Like content creators, um, their videos are being flagged for this content and stuff. So they're like kind of upset with YouTube and Google AdSense is like the thing they use to put their ads on their videos to monetize them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... I wouldn't be surprised if someone came in with this new platform and just kind of swept the audience away from YouTube with a better way to advertise on that platform from co- for content creators. Um, uh-huh.
0: And yeah. also for the advertisers. like if there Yeah, was definitely. Be- if there was a more efficient way for advertisers to get more bang for their buck on, on a website as, oh, yeah. as as well as the content creators not having to go through all the leaps and hurdles and yeah. all the challenges that they face on on YouTube right now. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. I think that's, yeah, definitely a valuable thought. Um,
1: yeah, that's like a whole other like, ballpark too, like advertisers. Yeah. Like advertising on like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, um, even on Snapchat mm-hmm. and Instagram. Um, advertising is a huge value to like social media platforms. Yeah. Because um, yeah. you get like all these like content creators that have like these yeah. mass audiences uh-huh. and advertisers want to like get in on that. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like always like the ease of like advertising on those platforms yeah. mm-hmm. that are also like really enticing to not only your uh, consumers, but like your advertisers.
0: Yeah. Who do you think is doing the best advertising right now? For me, I honestly think it might be Snapchat. Like Mm. literally you watch a story and like right at the end, something comes up Yep. and it's like such ease. It just flows right into it and it's like, it's it's just right there in front of your face. Like it's pure exposure. Yeah. Um, and, and for me it's like, and I've heard like the value of it's pretty low. Like, it doesn't cost too much to advertise on Snapchat. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, uh, the yeah, logistics behind it, yeah, but... I don't know the logistics, but I've heard that it's, like, very cost-effective for what sorts of advertisements people put on there. Yeah. Um, and it's... It just blows me away, like, the ease of it versus, like, on Facebook. Like, you're scrolling, it's like, boom, boom, boom. You just yep. get advertisements. Yeah. Um, and even, like, Twitter I get some, Instagram I'll get some too. But yeah. even like Snapchat like recently started putting advertisements on. Yeah. Probably within like I think like the past six months maybe. They yeah, really for sure. started like for sure so within the past year, it. but they really started pushing within the last six months. Yeah. I think it's interesting.
1: Especially it's like the new like Discover tab they have going on. Like people can like literally just like buy a tab
0: yeah. and
1: post their content there. Like IGN, mm-hmm. I follow on there. Um, but like what you're talking about with like those little ads, the yeah. little ads that come up, like yeah. swipe up, swipe up, yeah, and look yeah. at swipe all this up. stuff.
0: Yes, yeah, so literally swipe up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, with the instruction like links in Snapchat, that mm. like that took off a lot. Yeah. Um So I think yeah, Snapchat does have, definitely has a lot of value of advertisers coming up. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna be pretty big. Yeah, and
0: like links to YouTube, yeah. I think that's ingenious. Yeah. Like literally, like a quick ten second snippet of something is like. Super crazy. If you're like, mm-hmm. I like what I hear after nine seconds, you can swipe up and watch the whole damn YouTube video. Yeah. I, it's astonishing. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that leads back to the previous conversation yeah. about um, multi-platforming yeah, and yeah. like getting people to mm-hmm. follow you like everywhere.
0: Yeah. And knowing what you're doing short term and long term, like that's super crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and even like across all the platforms, like knowing how to do each platform right. Like you can't do the same thing on Snapchat and Facebook. you can't do the same thing as Snapchat and Instagram like it just doesn't work like that really learning your audience for each of the platforms too I think is super super interesting yeah Um, and being relatively kind of new to this stuff um, and not knowing that much, it's, to me, I'm just still, like, super curious about yeah. those worlds and, like, all the people that are on those platforms and all the different ways that they interact with them. It's just so fascinating because, yeah. like, when I think of myself, like, I don't want to spend too much time on those platforms because I know that it takes a lot of time away from the things that I want to do and accomplish. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, yeah. it's like... I want to be on those platforms because I want to continue learning about what people are posting and how people yeah. communicate on those platforms and, like, the ways in which they showcase themselves. Yeah. Um, and I find Instagram to be super interesting because people paint this extremely fake picture of themselves. So many people do that, I feel like. People are, um, like, like, showing that their true. life is much better than what it actually is. I think it's super interesting and, like has really interesting societal effects, too. For sure. They're like, my life's great. I'm traveling. I'm doing all of these things. But, like, on the inside, I am actually dealing with, like, a lot yeah. of conflict. Um, and, like, maybe, like, my parents are giving me a very difficult time right now yeah. that you just don't see on Instagram. And I think it, like, almost dehumanizes people into, like, perfect beings, like, just pictures and images. I guess so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but that also can loop back to, like, what the um, content provider person yeah, wants to yeah, yeah. like project about yeah, themselves you don't want
0: to project your faults it's like weird but at yeah. the same time like i feel like if you do project your faults like people will follow you because they'll be like i relate to you yeah so yeah,
1: yeah so you have like definitely there's a balance <laughs> yeah, between yeah. like being human and having faults and like having these yeah, yeah, issues and yeah. stuff yeah. or putting the content out that your audience consumes mm-hmm. yeah um yeah there's like there's a whole balance to that and that's that's a whole other realm
0: yeah. It's all so like living in the gray area. Sort yeah. Of thing. Like people just don't get it. Like the world is not black and white. It's no. just not black and no, white. Not, like not nothing, anymore. pretty much nothing's black and white. No. Nothing's one versus the other. It's, it's pretty much like understanding how to be flexible and efficient yeah. and, and, and dependable and like adaptable in the gray area to be able to get on both sides to understand. Um, I've realized it's such an important quality that for sure. So many people don't understand and don't take advantage of. Um, and even, yeah. like, on social media, like, y- you can't, like, there has to be this gray area. Like, there are so many people who are like, oh, I'm too old for social media. Or, like, I can't do social Never. media. Like, no, but at the same time, it's like, you can't spend all your time on social media or else you're not going to get anything done. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely a great example of, like, all this is, like, Gary. Gary, yeah, Gary, yeah. Gary V who we yeah, follow. Gary v. Yeah. He's, like, crazy with social media. He's, like, super good at utilizing it and putting out his content and get, like, Getting all these followers to like view his content and follow him, and that generates uh, uh, more money and stuff. And He's for him, different on every yeah.
0: platform and he puts out quality, like yeah. that gives people value. And he's really the epitome of that right now, I think. Yeah, on, definitely. On That's social what. Media. Him, sure. Tim Ferriss does a great job. People who are able to get on social media on literally every platform and do a good job, I think it's super interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely something that interests me. I'm like, how can it's kinda of like a model figure. So like how could how could I get there? How could I like produce content? And like me being twenty years old, it's like I have a lot of time in order to like gain that much knowledge and stuff. But at the same time it's like I want to put out content, give people value and do something of quality. Yeah, you know?
1: Yeah. So. Um, yeah, like a lot of people like as a content creator, you should look at social media and stuff like that as a tool.
0: Yeah, it's gotta be a tool.
1: Yeah, to like gain to gain audience mm-hmm. and gain followers and everything like that. Um,
0: Gain perspective. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's the um, thing I noticed with, like, older people, too. They're, like, shying away from social media, but it, like, doesn't help them really understand the other side of the yeah. fence. Like, yep. I understand more about conservatives than I ever have in my entire life because yeah. I interact on social media. I just do it. Yeah.
1: Um, like, yeah. For, for a good example, like, I have this professor in college. <laughs> um, he's, like, so against phones. Like, yeah. I guess... He gets the stigma of phones because like he's a professor and it like distracts students. Yeah. But on the other hand, phones are such a great, great tool.
0: Yeah. For you have anything at your fingertips all the time.
1: Anything and everything <laughs> is right is right there. Yeah. Yes, it's a like it's a distractor from reality and stuff, but reality is changing <laughs> yeah. like into yeah. our phones.
0: Yeah, it's it's literally in your hand. Your yeah. is in your hand.
1: And so you can you can see everything that's going on. In the palm of your hand. Yeah, yeah. Insane. I,
0: yeah, I think it's super interesting and something we should all be aware of. Like definitely. And embrace, like, you, you shouldn't shy away from no, the way the definitely world not. is. And I think it's definitely a great tool to understand the way social media and the internet works and the way the world's trending in regards to those things. It doesn't matter how old you are, no. it purely doesn't matter. Like, you can be 60, 70 years old and you could easily start to make content. Easily. And Make money. Oh, yeah, making yeah that you content. can make money. You can be seventy years old and start making content because yeah. you have that much more life experience than so many other people. Yeah, uh, it just blows me away. Yeah, like why not? Like why not try? Like, yeah, everybody has five minutes, ten minutes of their time. Yeah, just do it. Just just start making content. Like yeah, if you want to like give other people value and make other people's lives better, like I don't see why you shouldn't. Yeah. Like, like For me, I don't, I don't see why people don't, especially when they have something to talk about that has value for other yeah, people, for sure. um, especially with what the internet really I think is f- truly for is allowing people to communicate between one another and really develop an understanding across the world and make everyone yeah. better. Like, there, For me, there's no doubt that the internet has made everyone better in some way.
1: Yeah, um, for sure.
0: Being able to interact with people who you just wouldn't have been able to interact with face-to-face within close proximity. Yeah. You know, being able to reach out to people across the world. Yeah. I mean, I do it every day. Yeah. I talk to people across the world every day. Um, and for me, it like helps me grow a global perspective and it yeah. puts me beyond myself and beyond s- something that, that is just within me. It, it's, it's like, yeah. you realize that the world's a lot bigger than you. Oh, for sure. And you're just a speck. Yeah. But just what can you do to the, those other little specs in the world that are going to make it run yeah. a little better? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people forget to realize that. So yeah, yeah. That's really my big sentiment about the internet. People don't realize how valuable it is and it's a tool. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. you totally it's... understand that for sure, but,
1: yeah, it's it's just insane the way the internet works nowadays and mm-hmm. how it's 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 literally in everything. Like you can't avoid it, and so if you're just like choosing to avoid it, you're getting behind the times, and yeah. it's gonna leave you in the dust.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, moral of the story: understand the internet, embrace it don't shy away from it and see it as something that's positive. That's going to help you grow and something that's going to help you be a better person and, you know, avoid the negativity, sift through the negativity and the BS, but get to the stuff that's good, get to the stuff that has value. And there's, cause there's plenty, um, just use the internet as a tool rather than something that's just a burden or sets you behind. Um, mm-hmm. Because even if you don't have that much time because you're mobbed up with other things, find out how to use it. Find out how to use it to your advantage and help you live a better life as well as help other people make a better life. Um, that's really the moral of the story, and I'm yeah. sure you understand that yep. too. So, um, yeah, I this was a really productive talk. Yeah, it's I like of, this. Yeah. This is definitely this is one, of, cool. one of my best talks. And Hayden is super knowledgeable about it just because he has so much experience <laughs> on that it. He yeah. Uh, so much experience, which is so valuable too. and. Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely great too with, you know, so many people who fail to embrace it, you know, seeing someone who does embrace it in the right way, I think is super awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you've definitely grown since watching the stupid shit videos. Yeah. Uh, when we were 12 yeah. or 13 oh years old. Oh my God, like making so, those stupid yeah, yeah. shit videos. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, and we've all grown a lot since then, and I mean, you got to start somewhere, so yeah. I mean, I think that was good for us. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a productive talk. Thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sure. Well, I'll be back to you guys soon. Peace, love, crush it.